This is CliffCentral.com. On radio. On radio. More of the good stuff. CliffCentral.com. Welcome back to the good stuff. Cliff Central's very own happy hour with myself, Brent Lindicu, the good things guy. It's Tuesday, yo. I get to hang out with all of you, uh, bring you a whole bunch of good news, inspirational stories, um, just good things all around. Uh, you know, there's a lot going on in our news that, um, we don't want to focus on. There's uh, fees must fall protesters that are burning down university buildings, um, property, absolutely everything else in between. We've got Cloudy, who's in the news being cloudy, which we don't want to talk about either. Um, politics, which no one wants to get into because we'll all just land up fighting. Uh, and all the other things... That, that are in this South Africa's news, but we just don't want to know. We, so we're not going to go there. Yeah. We, no, we don't uh, speak about cuck on this show. It's all about the good stuff. And, um, and it's Tuesday and there's so much going on. So, so first of all, if you were watching stuff over the weekend, um, Brad Binder became a world champion in Moto 3 GP. Whoa. <laughs> Boom, boom. Uh, our very own Pearl Tusi became the best new character in Quantico last night. I watched it. She was flipping amazing. Um, very exciting. Uh, our rhinos are being saved by IVF, which we're going to talk about. We're going to get into that. It's, it's super cool, the technology and the, and the way that they're doing stuff. And yes, Cliff Pinto, we see you. Good vibes Tuesday. Um, we've also got that hateful pastor that we've been speaking about for three weeks. He got kicked out of South Africa, and then we got him kicked out of Botswana. As well. Yes. As well. Jeanette says, uh, hey, Kezi, how are you doing? She's just getting in the conversation, yeah? So we're so inspired, so proudly South African, so much good stuff going on. You're tuned in to Cliff Central's very own happy hour. We only speak about good news here. Um, it's what, it's what the show is all about. So. First off, we're going to do a little bit of a catch-up where we're going to speak about the stuff that's relevant and going on. Uh, then we're going to get into our top five good news stories. It's the five trending good news stories that have been trending globally, which uh, is always exciting. It gives you something better to talk about when you're at the dinner table or the water cooler or wherever you hang out and, and talk about the things that you do. Um, and then we're also going to be speaking to someone from Brand South Africa about um, the Play Your Part campaign, which was at the CEO Sleep Out with us, Care. I remember. Yeah, so they're going to be coming in, which is quite cool. And then we've got um, a bunch of guys coming from uh, drugs.co.za. We're not giving away drugs. No, we're, we're, say no. 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 We're talking about um, addiction. We're getting a perspective of those who have gone through addiction and how, how we overcome it. So it's good news and, and just sort of self-help if, if we're going to go there. If you want to get involved with the conversation, you can tweet us at BrendlinDQ or Kerry Stain, um, as well as cliffcentral.com. And also visit us, www.cliffcentral.com, to get the full show. Um, that was my Facebook live stint. I was going to tell people to tune in on Cliff Central. I know you're already on Cliff Central because you're listening. Mm. But when you're on Facebook Live, you're not listening. No. So I've got to do the whole stint. Um, Kerry, how's things going, my brew? Multitasking. Wow. Why is everything just going so fast right now? What do you mean? Everything. It's just... Like I said, it's that season and everybody, like the, there's, there's summer in the air, the flowers are blooming and work has just picked up and running like, I don't know what. High five, you little biscuit. That's amazing news. 
it is amazing, but because okay, okay, so you guys, I mean, you guys listen to the show and you tune in and you download our podcasts, and we're very thankful for that. But Kerry and I also have day jobs. <laughs> Surprise! We also do other things. We don't just play on radio every Tuesday. Yeah. I work, um, I work generally from Tuesday from 10 to 11 and that's it. Yes, you know, well done, Brent. No, I'm just kidding, man. I'm just In fact, kidding. I don't know how many, um, I don't know how you get everything into the hours in your day. Neither do I. Oh. Neither do I. Yeah. Neither do I. Anyway, so, uh, what's been cracking? SA Public Holidays. This is something that, that came up last week. Yes. So we have a new one. We have a new one because, um, the president gave us a new one, right? He decided. He decided. Mm. Because the, what is it? Christmas falls on Saturday. Yes. And then Boxing Day falls on Sunday. Sunday. Which means that Boxing Monday Day moves to Monday. Yes. So, so the president, uh, the current president has gone, okay, well, I'm going to make the 27th a public holiday mm-hmm. as well. And there were a lot of people that were sort of like, ah, oh, that's crazy. How can you just give public holidays away? I'm a business owner. And I thought about it long and hard. Yeah. Not many people work around that time anyway. No. Like a lot of people will take leave. And it's compulsory. Some businesses, it's compulsory to take off that time between Christmas and New Year. Correct. But I wanted to understand, because they said that South Africans need to have 12 public holidays every year. Mm. That's standard. Yeah. So they try to give us 12. And, and granted, we had Voters Day this year, so that actually gives us 13 yes. this year. We're scoring. Yeah. So scoring. I, went, I went and did a little bit of research. Mm. And this is how it stands. If you have to take... The top ten like public holiday amounts. Yes, the the country mm. that is in the number one position is India, with twenty one public holidays a year. Gee whiz, twenty one. Okay, but remember we spoke about this at the beginning of the year, and if you were were smart in your leave. You could have how many days leave? How, I mean, how, how much holiday? What was it? Do you remember? Uh, it was quite a few days. It was almost a month. Do you remember? Yes, but I mean, I mean, that's the taking the leave. We're talking about public holidays. Yeah. Now. We're talking about, so. But it was around the public holidays, but now we've got more. So India, <laughs> 21 public holidays a year. That is insane. Uh, China, Hong Kong, Egypt is also 21. Because it's India's twenty one to twenty three, so China, Hong Kong, Egypt come in number it's number almost two. Almost a month. Correct. Colombia, Philippines, Nigeria, um, at eighteen. Mm. Eighteen public holidays. Thailand, Turkey, Pakistan, sixteen. Japan, Malaysia, Argentina, Lithuania, Vietnam, Sweden, fifteen. Are you seeing where I'm going with this? Oh. Out of the top ten sort of countries that fit in public holiday times, we're there. No, we're eighth. We're eighth. I know that's still. And the worst country for public holidays is Mexico with seven. Ah, oh, shame, 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 shame. They're eleventh. They don't even come in the top ten. But you know what? I think um, culturally as well, and in terms of business, we all work differently. Yeah, all we the do. countries work differently. So, like, you'll find that obviously South Africans don't really work on a fr- on a Saturday and a Sunday, but a lot of those com- those countries do. They work seven days a week. So, I mean, we're just and lucky. Some of their, and some of their weekends are on a Monday, for example. So, it's different. And our cultures are different. But 21, gee whiz, that's a lot of public holidays. Yeah, it's a little bit crazy. So, but thanks. Now, now, does that mean everything else falls away? Like, you know, the money that he owes us and stuff? Well, no, not really. Not really. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. President. Thank you, Mr. President, for nothing. Um, <laughs> so we, we got a couple of messages coming in. Uh, Beth Cameron says, love the good news. Um, Cliff Pinto again. Good vibes Tuesday. Andrew McGregor, love what you do. Thanks, guys. I flip and love you Yay. guys tuning in. It's cool to get a whole bunch of messages and hear from you. Uh, where were we? Okay. So yesterday, 
<clears throat> Excuse me, I've got a little bit of frog in my throat. Over the weekend, I went to Mall of Africa, mm. and I was doing a bit of shopping and sort of grocery shopping and what, 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 and I went to the checkers, and and inside the checkers, um, like a real stupid, privileged human being, I was standing in the um, like the the long life milk aisle, yes, looking for my almond milk yeah. because I don't drink normal milk. Yeah. Um, that's a whole other story. But I was standing in the aisle and I sort of couldn't find what I was looking for, and something grabbed my attention, and it's something that actually broke my heart. Broke my heart. Am I going to cry? <laughs> well, I hope you don't. But so baby formula. Yes. And nutritional formula mm-hmm. in this country, um, they, they, they've got alarm things on them, yes, like alarm sensors around these tags. cans, mm-hmm. tags. And, and I mean, the, the, the Nespray children's food yes. is cheaper than like your Nescafe coffee. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it, it, it was a bit of a disconnect as to why. These things had alarm codes on them. So I went to the store manager and I said, look, but I just want to understand. I didn't even, I didn't even care about my almond milk anymore. Yeah. I said, look, but I want to understand why these things have got these sensors on them. Mm-hmm. And the store manager said, because they are the number one stolen goods in superstores in South Africa. Yes. And my flipping heart broke. Because what kind of place do we live in? What world do we live in mm-hmm. where mothers have to steal things to feed their babies? Well, let me put it into perspective. So you saw one tin. One tin has that tag on. Well, I mean so, like one, one no, 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 section. I'm saying, so one tin, for example, of baby food. Yes. You need three of those a month to feed your child. Three a month? Yeah. So what you saw at a hundred and something rand. It's a, for, it's like 130 bucks. Yes, it's 130 rand for one tin, but you need three of those per month. To feed your child, man, day. it just it just completely broke my heart because you know it's we live in a world where I believe, and it's mm. my and it might only be me, I might be the only one, but there is more Definitely than enough not. for everybody. Yes. And if we had to learn how to share, um, the world would be a better place. So, mm. so this was all going on in my head mm. the whole of Sunday, yeah, Saturday and Sunday. I was quite upset. I just like what kind of world do we live in? And sometimes they can't afford that, so they they feed their children other stuff like Nesquik even. And Nesquik obviously doesn't have the have nutritional the value as. So I sat the whole weekend thinking, it's flip, man. I need to change the world. I mm. need to do something. Maybe Same. I should maybe I should contact Nestle and and get a cheaper rate and then get people to crowdfund it and we give it away for free. I'm not too sure. Yeah. And on Monday morning, uh, a guy that we've had on the show, Kevin Britz, he was the F and B guy. Yes. He he. Tagged me in a post on Facebook called the 22 push-up challenge Mm -hmm. where these oaks are going around. It started in America and the whole idea behind it is to do push-ups every day for 22 days in honor of the veterans who suffer from PTSD, post-traumatic stress from, from in America. Yeah. So he tagged me in it and I was like, that's quite cool. And I thought about it for a bit and I was like, hold the phone. (laughs) I know. I, I do talks yes. on the level of poverty in South Africa. 22, the number, mm. means something very different in our homeland. Do you see? So so that everybody's on the same page as me, 22% of our population in South Africa don't eat every day. Mm-hmm. I, need you, I, need, I need that to sink in. 
Almost a quarter of our population in South Africa don't get to eat every day. And that's everybody. That's including children. It's flippin' serious. And it's scary. So I decided that uh, I would change a global phenomenon again, mm. or try to. Of course you did. <laughs> and off I went to go buy a couple of these cans yes. of the Nespray. And I stood outside the checkers and I just gave them to moms who looked like they were in need. I just gave them away. Brent, I was like, this is what I'm going to do. I can't even. If you remember three years ago when I did the whole random acts of kindness, it was, I filmed myself doing everything and, and, and. Mm. Screw that. This is not about me. No. This is about everybody else. So I did a little video where I said, this is what I'm doing. I'm changing it. Mm. I'm calling it hashtag 22 days essay. Yes. And for the next 22 days, every day I will feed someone in need. And on that day, I'm going to nominate someone else to do the same. So on that topic, I saw something else as well. And if it's, if it's not convenient for you to do it every day, you get a box. And in that box, you put an item every day. It could be food. It could be toiletries because toiletries are also very expensive. Totally. Okay. So, so you put items into the box every single day. You can actually take photos of your box every day. So maybe from one to 22 days. And just show how, just show how the product is growing. Well, uh, yeah. And then you go and you bless people with it. I love that idea. It's absolutely amazing. So here's the thing. Yesterday, I did the Nespray and I handed it out. This morning, I did like a little blessing bag with a sandwich and some oh, fruit awesome. and water and whatever. And I handed it out to a guy at the robots. Yes. And um, I just put a little note inside because I was like, you know, if I'm going to hand over something, I can hand over a bit of positive, positivity as well. So I, in the notes, I said, tough times never last, but tough people do. Look up. Be positive. You are loved. Hashtag 22 days essay. Mm. Yesterday I nominated Mark Sham. This morning I nominated Helen Dubois, who's on Mix FM. Mm. And the craziest thing has happened. It's booming. About 20 people tagged me this morning in their own hashtag 22 boom, days boom, essay. Boom, boom. And they're going out there and they're just spreading the love and feeding people. Oh, I and I this. want to right now on this little show, I'm going to speak to everybody that's listening. I want you guys to go out and feed someone today. Go and be kind. For flip sakes, if you can afford it, if you have the ability, if you have the money, go out there and just be kind. So, you don't have to put it on social media. You don't have to glorify anything if you don't want to. Here's the deal. Here's the maths. If a million people had to go out and for the next 22 days feed someone else every day, we would feed 22 million people in, the, in less than three mm -hmm. weeks. And then I saw something that's a little bit different. So there's a guy under the bridge on Caller Drive, okay? Yeah. And his board says, I don't want money. I don't want food. I need art supplies. So in that sense as well, he's obviously feeding himself self by selling his art. I mean, there's so many different ways I that you know, can do it. And right? that is so amazing. So just, I mean, you can be creative, but at the end of the day, as long as someone is fed. Do that. Go out there and do that. If you want us, if you want me to pick it up, Cliff Central will retweet. I'll retweet. Uh, it's hashtag 22 days essay. I'm excited. Let's make a difference, South Africa, again, because you know what? Together, we do flipping amazing things. That's how we roll. Um, yeah, so that's what's currently going on. Other things. So the rhinos and the IVF thing. Did you see that yesterday? No. The scientists. I had a technological problem. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Everything. Crashed. No, let's unpack this. What happened? No, everything crashed, Brenty. Your your computer crashed. Yes, and all my stuff. Did it have the what do they call it? The the spinning wheel of death. Shh. Just not lacquer. All right. So you missed this yesterday, but 
there's been this crazy hope for our rhino population as South African scientists have unveiled the first test tube buffalo. They've made an animal in a test tube. And I know that sounds absolutely ridiculous and bizarre, but we are living in 2016. They made an animal. 40 years ago was the first baby mm. that was, was made exactly. in a test tube. So 40 years after that, they've mastered um, recreating a buffalo. And what this means, I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but at the moment, the northern white rhino, mm. there's only three left. Yes. Two females and a male. And they're not breeding. Mm. They're not breeding. No. So... When those northern white rhinos pass on, that species of rhino will be yeah. extinct, yeah. thanks to poaching and, and murder. What the IVF means is that they're able to scientifically, in a laboratory, create northern white rhinos. And that makes me excited. That, for me, is exciting. We're able to repopulate an animal that is literally on the brink of extinction. Mm. And we do IVF as humans. As humans, we do it. So, so it's, it, not a, it's not. It's but not I, I guess upon. I guess it is a controversial subject. Like everything, when it comes to science, would be a little bit controversial. I just think if there's a way of saving our animals, do it. One exactly. of the things that I think they should do, which would be flippant clever, and if there's any scientists listening right now, <laughs> I, I, you better trademark this under my name. They should create out of stem cells. Yes. Rhino horns. In a, in a lab. Just the rhino horn. So forget about the rhino. Just create thousands and thousands of rhino horns out of stem cells That's in a lab and send them over to China. I'm trying to think how that would work. They can, they're busy creating meat out of stem cells where, you, where they, we wouldn't have to farm meat anymore. It just grows. So there, there's some ideas for you. Use them. Don't use them. The other thing that happened last night, which is, is flipping cool, um, I was quite excited about it because... It was sort of going on the whole weekend. Uh, the, the cast of Will and Grace, they were tweeting this, um, this like little video mm. on Twitter. And the video, it, it, it had quite intense, like a backtrack. You love Will and Grace. I, well, of course, I grew up with it. <laughs> but it had this quite intense backtrack. I'm going to see if it plays. I don't know if it's going to work. Uh, are you going to work for me? Maybe, maybe not. Here we go. Bum, bum, bum. So if you imagine that, right, this, this hectic music in the background, and there's these words flashing up on screen, and it says, a band of heroes will assemble to protect the world from aliens and destruction. Only an act of grace can save in their battle for what is right. Anyway, so it had hidden message words, and it basically said, will and grace is back. What? The series. But they, they I mean... So they were tweeting that the whole weekend, and then late, late, late last night, they uh, they released a video with Will and Grace, and it's a 10-minute episode uh, where they speak about voting for Hillary. You have to go watch it. I will. It's on my Twitter. It is flipping funny. Uh, it's something that you want to see. It's something that you definitely want to see. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Yeah? You excited, Kate? For Will and Grace? Definitely. I am. I am always excited. All right, so every week uh, we search high and low for the top five trending good news stories of the week. Um, and there's loads to go through. If you only knew how much good news was out there, you would tap into it more. I promise you. Definitely. Promises, for promises. Sure. So this week uh, is no different, except Kerry didn't do it this week. No. Um, she's on the brink of fire. Thank, thank I've just you, actually, thanks. after the show, we, we're doing a disciplinary, aren't we? Oh, okay. We're going to management. Did you write it? 
I don't, I'm not going to write that. I love you too much. <laughs> You're not going anywhere. Thanks. I don't mind if you take a day off every now and then. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Thank you, know, you So, Thank So you. I, I'm guessing this is the first time that Kerry's seeing the top five good news stories. For the first time. We're doing this together, guys. We're doing this together. All of us together yeah. in one sort of space. <laughs> All right. So in the top five, um, a bit of a random one, I but know. I guess it's because the expats were all sharing it. Yes. And at number five, we've got South African English's lacquer, an A to Z guide to telling the difference between Hazard, Nana, and Fetcook. I know. And you were talking about it when you came in and how the Cape Townians say, yeah, man, we I've say, got, we say lacquer. I've got, a, I've got Cape Townians that are currently staying with me. Yeah. Um, just for the week. And, um, I, I find myself going uh, lacquer, like lacquer. That yes, man. That food was lacquer, like a Cape Townian. Where, where's in in Joburg, Joburg? We we more go. We we like lacquer. That's lacquer. Yeah, Does that make lacquer. sense? It's and lacquer. and all the international it's community lacquer. that are listening are going. What the Sorry. f is lacquer? What um, it means it means nice. It and means your like word cuck. And cuck is also not lacquer. So it's lacquer and not lacquer. Yeah. If you go onto the website, I've, I've created a list. I think it's awesome. It's got like a hundred definitions of South African words. And on Sunday, we went to go watch the MotoGP um, at, a, at a place in Greenstone. Really mm. cool mm. raceway place. Yes, it was flipping yeah. cool. And um, some of our American friends were there. Mm-hmm. And I realized I'd written it, but it was actually for them. And but because they yeah, it's a but and blixem and <laughs> fit cook and they, look they they read through us and they still don't understand the difference between now 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 it's and just dictionary. now 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 and just I know, now it's so important not now, many now now and just now not many people do sorry I just Try. dropped your phone I hope it didn't smash it's okay my little one <sighs> said to me the other day as well I said to her I'm like I'm coming now now so she said mommy now means now so I was like no. I'm coming now, now. So she's like, now is now. And I just couldn't. I was like, she's still learning. She's only five. But she will understand and she will start to use now, now as well in her life. <laughs> she will. She will. Before we get into number four, I just want yeah. to quickly go back to hashtag 22 days yes. essay. You don't need to be nominated, people. No, I'm getting messages coming through going, please nominate me. Please. No-. So start me- it. You start. Megan Skews, you've just been nominated. Go and do something right now. Or first do a bit of work and then go do something <laughs> during your lunch break. Uh. Nikki Abbott, you have been nominated. Uh, CN, you've been nominated. Jax, you've been nominated. Andrew, you've been nominated. If your name is Paul, all the polls in the world have been nominated. Stop asking. Page and curse. Page you and have cursed. been nominated. Everybody's been nominated. <laughs> Just if you if you hear Just about the it. thing, go and feed someone, please. Let's feed South Africa. Yes. And number four, South Africa through the eyes of a tourist. Much must watch video. It's beautiful. Listen, L- listen, Linda. Listen, Linda. 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 Please. <laughs> this video was actually um, uploaded in like February this year. Yes. And it did really well. Yeah. It did the rounds. It was being shared. People loved it. And uh, and then, boom, Heritage Day happened on mm-hmm. Saturday. And all of a sudden, everybody started sharing the video again. I think it's beautiful. From goodthingsguy.com. We've touched on it. We've touched on it before. You've touched... Touched on the Just video. Just checking. <laughs> Never know with you. Claire. I have not touched anything. We have touched on the video. We Let's touched just... <laughs> on the video. Just to clarify what she was touching, it was the video. Um, no, really cool video. It was touched a... me in my studio. <laughs> Do not, do you remember that? 
<laughs> Do you guys remember that? The guy came into it was one. I can't even remember who it was. Was it Cloudy? We need to find that video. I don't even know if my producers are listening to me. The video where the guy was on the chair, and um, he was in the TV in the SABC, and he was he was a little bit um, little bit chubby, and he was sitting on the chair, and he was being interviewed, and the next minute you heard like over the interview, it went. <laughs> And his whole chair fell out under him on live television. It was the best. If you guys, if you're listening and you know the minister's name, please send it through. You can get hold of us on cliffcentral.com. We'll pick it up there. Or Brent Lindeku. Um, anyway, this video, that video is funny. This video is rad. This video is beautiful. It really, really does. And it does uh, <laughs> show all the beauty in our land. It does. It's um. So it was... Uh, a guy and his girlfriend that came to South Africa, they did a full tour. It's like a five minute video that shows you just passionate South Africa. Yeah, they're South not Africans. from here. They're not from here. No. And it's one of the best videos exactly. I've ever seen about South Africa. Yeah. Uh, we're going to share that again so you guys can from see it. From the outside. And Lead SA actually shared that as well. Yes. We love Lead SA. We love you guys. Um, at number three, South Africa's new heritage, the giant flag that will help reduce our carbon footprint. What a good idea. Okay, you need to elaborate. You can't just be like... The Giant like, Flag is world for world first green innovation project that celebrates the spirit of South Africa, her land, and her people while bringing together job creation, clean energy, and tourism. So basically, it's this... How big is it? It's huge. I think it's 66 hectares. Yes. Um, in the middle of uh, the Eastern Cape, a little mm-hmm. Dorpy. They've taken over this whole space, and they're building the world's biggest flag out of succulents... Which are those plants yes, that don't really yes, use yes. a lot of hot, hot water? Cacti use a lot of water. Uh, solar panels. Mm-hmm. There's some solar panels in there, and it's going to do two things. One, it's going to power the town, 100 percent. Yes. It's going to make the town green, 100 mm-hmm. percent, mm-hmm. and it's going to be South Africa's mass, a massive tourist attraction. Yes, and you're going to apparently be able to see it from airplanes and possibly space. Well, I hope well, we fly over there on the way to somewhere. And so you they're going to put it. up a crowdfunding. Um, they're going to start a crowdfunding. Uh, they have already. Yeah, for the the plants. The plants. You can you can basically buy a plant, and they're putting on the flag. So, like on the blue section, there's blue succulents. On the yeah. red section, there's red. Su- it's going to look amazing. And it's so true because they say in this article about um, brying and that the um, the carbon footprint, you actually get. I wouldn't say it is. It's organic brying products. Instead of using coal and all of that, you get a coal that's made out of wood. Have you seen it? It's long burning mm-hmm. and uh, it doesn't have all the fumes like coal and all of that jazz. Okay, it's so we for the environment and it burns for like eight hours. You can you can bry and then probably take those coals and put them in your fireplace and it'll burn for another eight hours. It's it's quite something. So we need to do that and people we need to buy need plants. To start, exactly. And people need to start looking at... Uh, Hashtag go green. Uh, number two, number two. We've got Pastor Steve, Stephen Anderson who got deported from Botswana. Tell us, tell us. I know. When we were sitting here last week and... He, he got broke, deported, he got deported straight, well, straight after the show. Exactly. He was at a radio interview in, in Gaborón and they were busy interviewing him. And it got to a certain point in the interview and he walked out. And like the, the Botswana FBI were all outside. Bombarded the man. Put him in a car. Yep. Took him to immigration and deported his ass. Pack your bags and go. And he hasn't said anything on social media. I wonder why. He's not chup still. Good. He's not saying a word. 
Mm-mm-mm. And we don't mind. You know, we don't mind. You know what? They say that you should be God-fearing. At this stage in his life, he should also be God-fearing. I think he just needs to be a nice human being. Yes. That's all he needs to be. Because it's also not... So he was homophobic, but he was also anti-Islamic. He was... Um, b- 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 Pro Hitler, it, like all the, it was disgusting. So we're glad to have you off of our continent. Goodbye. Um, at number one, <laughs> former student pens perfect reply to the JP teacher who was caught on video having a meltdown. Please tell me you've opened this up because yes, I don't know if you guys saw the the video that was trending on social media. A teacher who's been teaching at JP JP High Boys. Jeppy Boys High. Jeppy Boys Jeppy High. Boys High. She'd been teaching there for over 30 years. Yes. She was caught on camera, a 30-second little film snippet, mm-hmm. and um, it was her having a meltdown. Like, she was literally just screaming at this kid. There is some bad language in there, so don't you, be putting it on in your um, open plan office. <laughs> That's, they call that NSFW. Yeah. Not safe for work. Yeah. Not safe for but, work. But um, this, one of the former students... Uh, he saw it. I mean, he saw the video. Everybody saw the video. Yeah. Can you just read like the bold sections? Because okay. it's quite long. So he, he wrote quite a long piece, but he's, he just made sense. So there, I mean, what did he first say? And we, the young, ignorant, and full of nonsense, know exactly how to break a teacher. They all break because we are little tortsies who sit and plot and find the cracks and buttons to push them over the edge. For reals? That's the one. Mm-hmm. The, the older one? I get, the more guilty I feel for breaking cuck I put them for. Wait, the older I get, the more guilty I feel for the cuck I put them through. I wish I could give her a hug, but what I will instead do is defend her memory as a proud former student. Let the story about her trend trend rather than the silly clip. So many. (laughs) And then the last one is what is done is done, but they can use this opportunity to let the world know that the video is not an accurate representation of Mrs. Awesome. They have the power to rectify this and get the truth out there. I need you guys to hear how important this is because in he, he wrote quite a bit and it's quite long and we're going to post it so you can see it. It's very long. But what he basically says is that she's been teaching for 30 years yes. and there's over 4,500 kids that have come through her classroom. Mm-hmm. The fact that they caught her for 30 seconds where she may have lost a little bit of whatever, mm. they're not actually showing what, 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 what provoked her to get to that position. And if one guy, if one guy is able to stick up for a teacher that taught him, 10 years ago you must understand that she was a great teacher yes. i was also a high school student we we horrible little teenagers we're not great definitely not so i'm glad that they're sticking up for her and, it's, and you know, um in the beginning of it it says this 30 second clip could derail the career of a wonderful woman who has given more than 30 years of her life to educating kids so 30 important. seconds to 30 years so important we're going to put that up online so that you guys can also read the stories um it all goes up onto cliffcentral.com after the show because it's so important uh our number six is always a little song that i found mm-hmm. and that i want to talk about Another one. um a week ago our favorite 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 group in the world. We love them. The Rubber Duck Group. Rubber Duck. We've had them on the show mm-hmm. a couple of times. Their new album, The Secret Sunrise, is out. I found my most favorite song from the album, so I'm going to play it for you guys. It's called Feet, um, and I'm so proud of these boys. They've been on the show a couple of times. I've been able to go watch them a couple of times. I'm just it, proudly South African. That's all. It, that's all it is. It's proudly South African. So here's our Rubber Duck boys with Feet. Uh, 
rubber duck. Just proudly South African music. I absolutely love it. They're so talented. Um, and like I said, they've been in the studio a couple of times. And Nick, the lead singer, has actually promised that um, he's going to let me be in a music video. So, Nick, if you're That's listening. That's so awesome. Yeah, man. He better, he better stick to it, though. I've now put it out there. Um, inspirational people. So I love inspirational people. And every week we get to meet fantastic South Africans that are doing amazing things for our country, perhaps the world, just doing really great things, taking selfies like Kerry. No, I'm actually, talking. Kerry, I've lost Kerry today. I don't I'm know where she is. I'm taking photos of everybody, just not, my, not only myself. Okay, okay, okay. So we got the ladies from Play, um, Play Your Part campaign, Brand South Africa, that are in studio with us at Site and Soko. Is that, did I say it right? Togo. Togo. Yes. Well, well, I wasn't expecting you. You were surprised. I know. And it's, I was surprised. Um, I love surprises, by the way. <laughs> I love, I love you. You were surprised too. I was surprised too. Um, are you guys both from Brand South Africa? Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Yes, you are. And what do you do there? Okay. My name is Site, as you have, um, um, said so. My role at Brandese is the GM of marketing. So this is the creative face. All the things that you see about the country, that the expression that is given, um, is essentially what I drive at Brand South Africa. I look after the marketing of the country, showcasing how we inspire new ways. It is inspiring new ways, and I love Brand South Africa. You guys do an amazing job. Mm. Um, a lot of your content that you have online, we yep. we distribute and share oh, wow. because it's just Good news, positive stuff about South Good. Africa. Good. Um, and I think that's what we need in South Africa Absolutely. is to be showcasing that positivity, mm. right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Which is for super sure. exciting. So what do you do at, um, at, at Brandesay? At Brandesay, I'm the strategic relationship manager for civil society. Are you the clever oh. person? Mm-hmm. It sounds like you're clever. Strate- I actually, I work word. with the masses. I work with the people on the ground. Wow, wow, wow. Hashtag changing things. Changing like things. Like that's how the we change things. People actually change things on the ground. Wow, wow, wow. Mm. Um, and you guys were, were, Part of the CEO sleepout. You were yep. at the CEO sleepout yes. with us. We were also there. Yes, yeah, we know. We were there. Um, we had the most phenomenal time. Yeah. It was just mind blowing to be able to experience um, the the level of the, the people it's on the bridge. Cha- it was a life changing experience. They all really wanted was. to make a change. Absolutely, it was just crazy. Um, wh- what were you guys doing at at the the bridge? Okay, perhaps I think I should give context as yes. to Brand South Africa okay. because we are aware that not everyone knows what we do. Mm. So we are the official agency that is given a mandate to market the nation brand and manage the reputation of the country. So when all the huge. crazy That's things that happen, massive. we are the ones that actually run behind the scenes. So that's ultimately our mandate. And it's a two-pronged mandate. It speaks to how we mobilize South Africans to rally behind the brand South Africa. So the patriotic sure. element, the pride element. It speaks to, um, on the international mandate, it speaks to how we position and market this country mm. as a great place to come and invest and study and actually visit so that's in a nutshell what we do and why we were at the CEO slip out. Without further ado, I mean, we, we understand the alignment as to the mobilization aspect. How do we get South Africans to rally behind those national priorities that we know are a challenge? Education, mm. absolutely we know it's a challenge. Right now, I think, is, is a typical example of what happens when you do not have a backup plan. And I think this was a great initiative in the sense that it was a call to action that said to business, you guys have a role to play. Mm. You have something that you need to do to contribute towards a positive social change, which is what um, Play Your Part is all about. It's a movement, by the way, Brent. 
Not a campaign. Campaign starts camp- and they end. Campaigns are, are short-lived. Oh, they are so short-lived. This is a movement, hey? It's a movement. It's called Play Your Part. Play Your Part. And, uh, and they've got a website, which is www.playyourpart.co.za. Awesome. We've been yes. given the most incredible badges, mm, which I'm going to wear all day. That's, that's yeah. gonna be, <laughs> this is going to be part of my outfit today. Yeah. Um, and, and what is Play Your Part? So it's not a campaign. It's a movement. Yes. And, and what do we do if we become part of the movement? So it's the movement that is... Um, um, aimed at promoting active citizenship in the country. That's basically saying in a nutshell, please don't wait for government. You have a role. You can start something. Contribute with your time. Contribute with your resources. Contribute with your skills. So can you imagine already those three taps into different faces that, one people, that people can actually say, oh, right, I'm actually a straight aid student. How do I make sure that I impart what I know mm. to the other learners that are still coming backwards? You know, it's, it's all that. It's paying it forward. And that's what the initiative was all about in July at the CEO slip out. We had a call to action. We sponsored the Library of Hope. We brought books. We did. We, hey, we took those awesome books. We, we brought. Did. We brought books. <laughs> yep. I brought. I brought a book. Um, my, my one book was. Uh, it was an encyclopedia. Oh, of yeah, the horses. big ones. Yes. Yeah, I remember seeing that. It was so massive. Brought that, and then the other book was um, uh, Armstrong's story because I thought it was quite interesting. Yes. And very yeah. inspirational. It will inspire somebody. Well. We hope so. We hope yeah. so. Yeah, so we brought books to add there. Um, you know, once you've read a book, you can't really reread a book. No. So to pass it on and pay it forward for someone else to learn or get inspired mm. or get some knowledge is, is a cool Absolutely. way to play your part. And that's one way of playing your part. That's one way of playing your part. And that's where Togo comes in because um, our messages was play your part, South Africa, and contribute books. And she had to run away with that, and perhaps so you can just yeah. Because yeah, I mean, you had the books then. How so. many books did you collect? Ooh. it's about three point eight books. My really? goodness, yeah, I didn't even realize yeah, we got to that number. So many boxes. We are identifying schools right now. We're identifying oh. schools. We are um, identifying um, tertiary institutions yes. where some of the books belong, and we're driving the books to libraries in That's the communities. Incredible. Um, and my role really is to basically mobilize mostly the youth, yes. the young people, the in-school mm. youth, the university students, mm. and maybe the young professionals. Yes. So I get into partnerships with some of these groupings so we can all partner and do this work together. I Man, love it's, it. it is so important and, and it's so cliche to say this, but it is 100% the truth. Yep. Children are the future. Yep. If we are able to educate, yep. mobilize, and um, give them the knowledge they need, mm-hmm. the, the, they are the future that will grow up and start business. And, and employ people and, and do charity work and yeah. they'll do all of these things to make South Africa a better place. Mm. Um, the universe works in amazing ways. ways. I don't know if you were listening at the beginning of the show because you were, you Talk may have arrived. Heritage. I was talking about, um, the campaign that I launched yesterday. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's called 22 Days SA and it's about feeding one underprivileged South African every day for 22 days. And That's every awesome. day that I do it, I'm going to nominate someone else. To jump on board So oh, we've already got uh, Change oh, maker wow. Mark Sham That's doing oh, it wow. Helen Dubois awesome. From Mix FM Tomorrow I'm going to be doing Sasha you Martin be, so You don't need to be Nominated though. You, just you, just start. you just do it You just do it So I'm going to give you I'm going to give you All okay. of that information so that We'll do it We'll do it. run with yep. it I challenge, hey. I challenge both we'll of you there. It's hashtag 22 <laughs> days SA It's so simple uh, For 22 For the next 22 days Find someone Who's in need Underprivileged Who mm-hmm. might need some food mm-hmm. um, Give them a meal And then nominate someone Who has the Resources and the ability to do the to same, do the same yep. for the next 22 days. If Imagine. we get a million people, Imagine. a million people Imagine, will yeah. feed 22 million mouths in, in 22 days. In 22 days. That's big.
Okay. Wow, that's, so that's brilliant big. idea. Jump on board, jump oh. on board. If people want to play their part, if they want to um, learn about Brand SA, if they want to sort of get in touch, what do they do? So we have a central, um, not Cliff Central, but we have a central <laughs> website. It's called www.southafrica.info. And people can go in there or they can go directly to www.playyourpart.co.za. We have a section that says, are you currently playing your part? Do you want to play your part? Click and you submit your stories. And you know what? The beautiful part is we get to tell the stories of ordinary South Africans that are doing extraordinary things because we pick from that website. We choose those stories. That's why we encourage people to share because we are an entity, an organization of what? 50 people odd and we cannot be for a every, brand over 50 you know, everywhere. People. So we rely on people's commitment um, to actually share these wonderful stories like your story. So what well, we I'm going to be sending it. it. I'm going to be and sending next it. Next time, guess what? We'll be interviewing you. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I fare well being interviewed. I don't know if I'll be able to. You to us. <laughs> it's been amazing you having on the show. Um, Thank you so I'm going to ask you to stick around for a little bit uh, just outside in the producer's lounge because awesome, we're going to take some photos and swap some details and do some social media stuff. Um, lovely. Thank you. This is the good stuff on Cliff Central. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Kerry, it's, you know, to be able to meet companies, organizations, human beings that are just doing really good things for South Africa is is pretty inspirational, right? And it's quite huge. And to be very honest with you, I didn't know that we had a company doing this. You don't think, you think of brands, of companies, but you don't think of a country as a brand. Well, you remember a while ago there was that um, the video that that went all over social media, mm-hmm. and it was SA Tourism yes, um, yes. with the, the the blind guy who yes. was doing uh, sort of experiencing South Africa. Mm-hmm. And it does when you hear these good news stories and you see these things, it really does make you inspired. Yes, I am very. And all those books and everything that they're doing, I think it's amazing. Amazing, amazing, amazing. So I've just got these two gents that have walked into the studio. <laughs> We've actually, we did a little rotation swap while uh, Kerry and I were chatting. You wouldn't even have known. Surprise. You wouldn't have known. Surprise, surprise. I've got Etienne uh, from nodrags.co.za and he's brought, Hi he's brought a pastor with him. I d- sorry, I don't know your name. It's Pastor Dave. Pastor Dave. Yeah. Pastor Welcome Dave. to the studio, guys. This is the, the good stuff. Um, the show that uh, celebrates good news and inspirational stories. We've got you guys on the show today to talk about the reality behind addiction and um, the perspect- from a perspective of those who have been through it, who, who have the stories and are able to just inspire others to maybe get out of the situation they're in. Sure. So I think when we start, I mean, tell us a bit about yourself, Etienne. How did you get involved with this? Sure. Um, you know, I think the most important thing to have a look at when, when, when looking at people getting involved with drugs is that it doesn't, it doesn't identify certain groups mm-hmm. and it doesn't pick certain groups. It, it's, it's something that, uh, it can affect anybody and it can affect any family. It can affect you if you grow up in a home without parents. It can affect you if you grow up in a home with perfect parents. It can affect you if you go to a good school. It yeah, it, it really you. doesn't. It's rich, poor, black, white. That's it's across it. the board. Um, if you get sucked into that space, it literally sucks you in. It yeah. does. And, and that's sort of the end. But you guys, you, uh, did you form no drugs? No, no, no. Okay. Um, um, it's, it's actually started by Pastor Dave. Um, started by himself and his wife, Isabel Barber. Um, and they started it up eight years ago. Yeah, eight years. Yeah, the good, you know, you can't really say there's a good thing about drug addiction, but there, you know, you can always look at the good in everything. And the good thing about drug addiction is it really teaches you not to discriminate. 
um, you know, you know, coming from that background, one of the things that I really that really has hit me hard is 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 the discrimination that takes place. You know, within look, I'm a pastor, so within the church, there's a lot of discrimination that takes place. So there was a situation actually on the way here this morning where a guy was turned away from a certain Christian recovery center because he's gay, mm. and uh, you know, I really I really take exception to that. Um, you know, we know what the word says, we know all of that type of thing, but you know, ultimately we have to try and help people and uh you know we got to we got to open our doors to all people to to get the help they need you know and uh you know, I we, think that, because that's drugs, yeah, because strong. drugs don't discriminate. How can we discriminate against the people that are addicted to the drugs? It's you know? it's, it's ultimately a human experience, and you're Absolutely. trying to you're trying to help that human being. Correct. Um, how did you get involved? Eight years ago, was it part of the church that you guys started it? No, no, hey man, um, I was a cop. Um, uh, and uh, I got involved that way I, I did a show with Gareth last week as well And uh, you know so um, I was a policeman and my life went sideways That way because of the whole uh, Apartheid area era. I couldn't really process what was going on there and I, and I turned to a different way of life Which is I started identifying more With the people we're supposed to be harming and uh yeah, I went that way, I got hooked up with the drugs that way and uh went into a nightmare of crack addiction for approximately sixteen years, ended up down sure. in the Karoo for six years. And uh yeah, you know, um destroyed you know, the thing that really hit me the hardest about addiction is the people that are destroyed and, and you know, the effect that you have the negative effect you have on society, you know. Mm. International stats tell you, you know, every addict in the world negatively affects sixteen people directly. Sure. So, you know, yeah, so, you know, I eventually got to a place where um, I came to my senses, as the as the Word of God says, you know, I came to my senses, the pain got enough. You know, I learned something from a guy called Warren Whitfield from the Addiction Action Campaign. He said something that really hit me hard, and it's really so true. He says, addicts change when their addiction becomes more painful than their reality. Sure, I got goosebumps. And ultimately, that's what happened in my life, I can tell you 100%. You mm. know, my, my addiction became more painful than my reality, and, and it became less painful to live in reality than to live in addiction. And, uh, yeah, you know, I had an experience with God, and uh, here we are now, you know, eight years later. Where we've, you know, successfully helped hundreds, maybe even over a thousand people to reestablish their lives and to get back on the horse that they fell off of. That, I think that's, so we started off the show by saying good news and inspiration, mm. and that's the good news, Absolutely. is that there's an institution that you've created, you've started, that you're a part of, yeah. that's really creating positive change mm. in these human beings' lives to Absolutely. get back on the horse, exactly how you said it. So you, you did a turnaround. Did you um, join an institution? Was it something that helped you, or yeah. was it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like I said, I was down in. the one in, in the career? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know if you know, but anyway, I'm going to say to you, I was down in Nopert yes. in the career. I was there yeah. for six years. Uh, the message that was spoken there really uh, helped me, you know, understand what was going on in my life and that. But having said that, as I said to Gareth the other day, I was unable to transfer what I'd learned into the real world and, and to live my life correctly. So I kept falling back, kept falling back. And then I realized that the best way to stay clean is to give other people what you've been given, which is sobriety. So if mm. I can give other people sobriety through what I encountered, which is, in, is, is the Lord Jesus Christ in my, in my, in my life, I try and pass that on to other people and those people then adopt that and then become sober themselves. You know, I try and show them how to live their lives the way I live my life and the way I live my life, the way I recover or stay recovered is, is, by helping other people and that recover, it is possible. It is absolutely yeah. possible. Millions of people recover worldwide. Mm. It's down very simply, just down to a choice. 
And, uh, you know, even uh, narcotics, yeah, narcotics Anonymous tell you, you know, they talk about high power. You know, yeah. every person has a different high power. But you really do need a supernatural intervention to, uh, you know, relieve you of this problem. And you need to just follow the rules of recovery, which is mm. keep your eyes on your high power. Keep your eyes on the rules of recovery, and uh, recovery is possible. It's one hundred percent possible. Mm. One, one of the only books that I've ever written and um, written. It's okay. Please. I write books in my pastime. <laughs> one of one of the only books that I've ever read right through that I didn't put it down. It was like two days that I just literally read this book. Was um, a million little pieces. Yes. And his experience that he went through was just completely an eye opener because um, I mean after the book was launched, they all said ah it might have been a little bit uh, over the top but it was really his experience so what he was going through when trying to fight addiction and to get clean for me it was just so um eye-opening mm-hmm. and it was a different perspective I, I never realized that that is what someone would go through 100 percent. you know um the reason why i think most of us gravitate towards a supernatural cure is because we've experienced the supernatural while under the influence of these substances and the greatest supernatural thing we've We've experienced is that we've been to hell. We've actually seen hell. We know that hell exists. Yeah. We've seen people that are living in torment, that are living in this, in the most, I mean, if I can tell you the things I've seen, you know, I also wrote a book. Uh, there is a copy floating around here somewhere if you want to have a look I'll, at it. I'm going to grab it. I'll just go on to this. And uh, so, you know, if you if you see what is really, you know, going on, and that's what we actually hear. We, we, we're trying to make South Africa understand, maybe make the world understand, you know, that these are people. You know, you see them on the side of the road. You see them in Injecting. I mean, they're sitting on the pavements now injecting. They're not even hiding away anymore. Mm. So, you know, these are people, and these people are, are trapped in, in, in an absolute and utter and total nightmare, sure, it's of their own doing. But, you know, they, at some point, we as a nation are going to have to get involved here because it is con- completely consumed our nation. It completely. Definitely. That's incredibly sad. Incredibly problem. sad. Etienne, how did you get involved? How did I get involved with um, with drugs, or how did I get involved with Pastor Dave? With Pastor Dave, we want to we want to focus on the good news here. Okay. Um, you know, it's um, it's quite a long story, and it goes back uh, fifteen years. But um, we um, we first met up in uh, Noput, um, and we've um, we've kind of our, our our paths have crossed along the way, and I believe that God has brought us together this year um, to to work together to to create um, more. Um, Corporate and social um, responsibility. You know, it's um, it's vital to get companies involved, and it's vital to have funding to help addicts. Um, mm. We'd like to help everybody free of charge, um, but unfortunately, there's things that need to be paid for: electricity, um, you know, um, water, food, um, accommodation. I mean, the, basics. the, the, the list goes on and on and on. I've yeah. got a big one uh, on what he's saying. Um, I'm just sorry that I'm interrupting you, Etienne. Um, the Colton Hotel. Mm. Is standing empty and has been standing empty for nearly 20 years. Yeah. Why can that not become a drug rehabilitation center that we can utilize to help people that cannot afford? And it's in the, it's in the right place. It's in the right place. Yeah. Uh, it's got the right infrastructure. It's got the right infrastructure. We have the people that can fill the roles there. Uh, you know, why can't corporate South Africa climb on board and say, right, okay, we're going to put, you know, and I'm going to put a challenge out there, particularly to the companies that are, you know, involved with, uh, the addictive, uh, uh um, um, 
That's what I'm looking for. You know, the the the, the you know places like uh, SA Breweries yeah. and, and yeah. Uh, yeah. you know pharmaceutical. pharmaceutical companies and that. You know, there are people out there that are addicted to these people's products that you know need help. And mm. you know, why aren't these companies sewing into these people's well, help? Well, the SAB has started a mentorship program where they yeah. are mentoring. They've got a whole and mentor thing. I mean, it's 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 important to know that these companies are benefiting yes. financially. Yes, from people's addiction. I think so, also also from from corporate South Africa, it's not just those companies that are responsible. No, no. I think a lot of cor- if you, I mean, at the beginning of the show, we said drugs don't discriminate, right? They don't. So you could have people that are working in high, high, high power jobs, absolutely, and inside that corporation, there's people that are addicted to Correct. whether it's heavy narcotics or painkillers. It could 100%. be whatever, or even even 100%. alcohol, whatever it is. 100%. Um, they're addicted to it, and and it's a coping mechanism for them. Correct. Mm. And we need to be investing. In our corporate businessmen, so that uh, our companies don't fail. Right now, on that note, uh, we don't want to also discriminate against uh, companies that are involved in the yeah. ad- addiction industry. I agree with you 100%. It's a, it's a multifaceted, and more people, everybody needs to get involved. Um, but having said that, that's what Etienne is, is doing now. We've formed, uh, we don't want anything for free. So we're not saying, listen, yeah, uh, give us money uh, for free. We, we've formed a, a company called Welltech. And that company is about uh, uh, corporate social uh, policies mm. as well as assisting people with addiction in the workplace before they become a social problem. Yeah. So, so we come in, we, we teach your managers, we, we teach your, your staff, we, 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 we tweak your, your, your um, uh, substance abuse policies. Policy, we can yeah. plug into any wellness uh, situation in any company. And uh, in return for that, you give us some money and we take that money and we run off and we go buy the Colton. Hotel and we turn that into a proper recovery center. That's the plan, and we're going to follow your progress because yeah. I actually want to. I want to see this come to fruition. Yeah. I think it's a it's Me a really too. good idea. Um, your story is incredible. I'm going to find your book. If people want to get in touch, if they want to follow you, uh, what where's the various platforms that they can go to? The main one is uh, nodrugs.co.za. And, uh, you know, on there you'll find a page that links to, to Welltech and mm. to Etienne. Um, you know, we're right at the beginning of this whole story. Uh, because people really just don't want to admit that they have problems in their businesses or in their companies. And they really, you know, for a company, it's much easier just to fire an individual. But, you know, that individual becomes a social problem. Mm. Uh, you know, he becomes a, a, a medical problem and then he becomes a mental health problem. And, uh, you know, so, yeah. You know, let's come into your company. You know, we're not charging millions and billions of, of rands to do these types of things. Let us come into your company and assist you. And then by doing that, you can then in- assist people that really cannot get help. We're going to follow your progress. We're going to put all these links up onto our social media pages as well as onto uh, the Good Things Guy. Good good stuff, Guy. <laughs> good stuff on Cliff Central and goodthingsguy.com as well. We're going to put it all up there so you Wonderful. can get hold of us. Uh, Kerry, the hour's over. I'm not sure how that happened. You know how I feel about this. No, I uh, know. It, it, it goes really quickly. I think um, when you're talking I to inspirational fun, human beings and talking about good news, guys, you are doing an amazing job. I'm, I'm really blown great. away. Thank you. And, and uh, it's usually at the start of something where we can watch it progress. So I'm mm. excited for that. Yeah. Um, anyway, so every week we leave you with a bit of a quote uh, to, to carry with you for the day. I hope this makes sense. I hope it, uh, it helps you through. You should be driven by two main philosophies. Know more today about the world than you knew yesterday and lessen the suffering of others. It's something you should 
should try every day. My belief is that there's more than enough for everybody. The world just needs to learn to share. What we do makes a difference. We just have to decide what kind of difference we want to make. That's the good stuff for this week. It's been absolutely incredible. If you want to get hold of all the other podcasts, just visit cliffcentral.com. Um, literally, we, we say this every week, mm. but we see stories trending on social media that we spoke about a year and a half ago. Yes. So the stuff is all relevant. It's all there. You can go and get all these stories. Keep sharing. Keep sharing. And everybody that we've interviewed today, all of their links will be on the page as well. Mm. So if you want to get in touch involved, it's all up there as well. This is the good stuff for this week. Um, that's it. Thanks for listening. Have a terrific Tuesday. Cliffcentral.com.